You'll learn about making disciples and planting churches, but beyond that, you'll gain practical wisdom about subjects like how to manage your team, handling difficult people, pulling a congregation off a growth plateau, and even money management. The theology of the New Testament. And he's going to name a couple people, and you're going to go, oh, I heard something about that guy, and I'm not sure if I believe everything about, and you just kind of be like Dustin. He's just trying to learn from these people, and you and I need to sit around and learn how to be learners, sometimes learn that all over again. I was pretty good at that when I was young, and I get pretty set in my ways in my old age, and so I'm just begging you in this interview, listen for the good stuff. Because the Holy Spirit is really doing some wonderful things in a very dark time in America, a dark time for the church in America. When we're shrinking all around, we're seeing growth, rapid growth. People come to Jesus, exuberance just running over. And it's, it's, a, it's a time that you and I could sit back and go, oh, I can learn from that. Or there's a little that I need to pray for in my own congregation. And so Please keep an open heart and open mind because this is a really good interview. God bless you. Being a family, about eating meals together. And so that's been super important. And then a last, um, there's a guy mentoring me right, right now. His name's Kevin Dedman. I'll actually be with him this afternoon right after the call. I'm going to go hang out. We're going to go drive to a, a house church meeting up in Ojai. And he has really taught me about, um, he's a great evangelist, about enjoying life. And he just enjoys eating and enjoys nature. And he's very spiritual at the same time, but down to earth. And he's real about the goodness of God. And he's about being a good husband, a good father, and just really a good person. And and so, yeah, there's, there's so many people that have, I'm just amazed by all the people that have taken a little bit of time or a lot of time invested, taught me a lot of things. That's cool. I want to uh, I want to wind this down, and so I'm going to create a scenario. Uh, let, let's say, I mean, for one, I'm not an evangelist, so I, you know, I, I when when I was a pastor, we'd have 20 people a week pray to receive the Lord, but my assumption was always that the evangelists in the church brought them to Jesus, and now I get I kind of seal the deal by praying a little prayer in church, and. Um, I, I felt that prayer ultimately was unnecessary. It was a, it was a, it was a, a healthy thing to do, and then mm-hmm. it kind of helped people tack it all down. It was kind of a pre-baptism moment, sure, but yeah, it yeah. wasn't evangelism. And mm-hmm. and so I, I don't, I don't strike up conversations with people and talk to them about Jesus. I'm afraid to do that. I'm an introvert. I, I'm great in front of a crowd. I can talk all day, but I don't. I, I if I'm alone with people I don't know, I really clam up so let's take me as an introvert but let's twist it around and make it into somebody who has who's not a pastor anymore or or they're they're about to leave it because they're discouraged they're down it's not going well and they're listening to you and they're going wow i could do something like that mm-hmm. and i and i know you when you started out it was very small and it was basically you're making some mores on the beach and then people bumping into you and not so much even you bumping into them, them bumping into you, but you put yourself out there where that could happen. So thinking about maybe I live in the Midwest 
and maybe I could do what Dustin's doing in a park or, you know, in an apartment complex. I, I, I could go someplace that I know on a riverbank. Tell, tell us, you, you know, just really rudimentary. Um, what, what would you do? What, 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 how would you do it? And what would you do? Yeah. Um, so kind of a research project. Um, I had about maybe 15, maybe 20 people give their testimonies at Jesus party. I was interested, like, how does someone come to the Lord and like stick? Like, I, like, I know this person, they're born again. And so a lot of them, they may have said a prayer, like the sinner's prayer or whatever, but really God had been working on their heart for a while. And, and like the evangelist, like counted it as theirs. But hearing their story is mostly a friend that like invited them to church or invited them to their house or the coworker or a family member. So the vast majority of people that I, I mean, it wasn't like tons, 15 or 20, but almost every story, it was someone that was either a friend or family member that really influenced them to come to the Lord. And maybe an evangelist came at some point at a church at an altar call and like checked it off as, as their win. We're all a team, but yeah. So as far as introvert, I think that's super important. Um, and just have coffee with people, have them over to your house. And that's, that's how I'm hearing people come to Lord. Secondly, I'm hearing people come to Lord through like just encountering God, like the young man I talked about at Jacqueline box. And again, they need a friend to disciple them afterwards. And so you don't have to be like super, extrovert or whatnot and yeah so, so if I, if hey, I, invite someone over for dinner uh, or, if, or if you don't feel safe go to a restaurant with them <laughs> well if i what if i want to start a, a jesus party i mean what 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 i mean mechanics down because people always care about that kind of stuff what what yeah. what did you do that first week that you were out there on the beach because pretty simple. very first yeah, the very first week, um, all I had was a towel that said Jesus Party and a Bible, and we just read through the Bible. Um, and so that's just the, the basic thing and talk about God. Um, we added some stuff, which are like um, optionals. So we got a little grill, and we'll grill some food and maybe get some pizza and roast marshmallows. And then we ha I've met some friends that are good musicians, and they came out and— um, they would do music, but those are all extras. So really, uh, like I told my friend in Catalina Island, I don't know if she started a juice party, but she's like, I want to do one out here. And I gave her, I'm like, all you need is a friend, a Bible and a towel if you want it and go outdoors and just, I mean, put it on a, a picnic table and just open your Bible and read a Bible with a friend. And I just, I wish that Ralph, I wish that normal church folks could see how easy it is. Like every week. I'm just setting, putting this towel up and people are hungry. God's already working on their heart and they'll come in and ask me about Jesus like almost every week. And so it's just really so, simple. So, so I mean, put, come, come back to week one. You, you, yeah. you, you didn't even have food or you had food? Um, no, I didn't. And I, a friend told me, he's like, if you really want people to come, you have to feed them. <laughs> that's true that's really true so so you, you you're what yeah. two three of you four of you yeah what what was it like just 
just sit, sitting at a table um, at the beach with bird poop on the table and reading the Bible. And I'm like, uh, this is disgusting. So I bought the Mexican blankets to make, make it a little more hospitable, put it over the table. And uh, I'm like, wow, we're really fancy now. Yeah, just a Bible and some friends and um, just talking about Jesus and fellowshipping. And so really what happens is people kind of come to you. They're going, yeah. And so, and I'm not trying to knock anyone's style. I'm, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do something that's not for like the super evangelists. Right. Cause I do have super evangelist friends. They'll get a microphone and they'll, they'll preach. And that's like, that's a special, um, in my opinion, personality. So ours isn't about like, reaching out it's about having a little little friendship a party and people come in and like they they'll want to come in and they do come in and and so yeah we're not we're not really at the beach to be honest like like preaching we're just like having our bible study and we're putting a an inviting towel that says jesus party and people walk in and we're we're hospitable you know i was looking at the word um like ministry and uh, or minister and that's where they get the word like waiter or server uh-huh. like it means to wait on tables and so i tell people that so that's what i feel like is one of my big things is i'm like a, a waiter so someone walks in and i go over and get a a, a, a can of um soda water like are you thirsty i get a plate and put some pizza on there do you need a bible do you need prayer and so basically people are coming in and acknowledging hey what what do they need? And like a server or a waiter, go over and and um, and uh, give them service with a smile. That's hey, I also found I found this out. If you present the gospel with the fruit of the spirit, if you're joyful, peaceful, if you're kind, you're you're good to people. People are way more receptive, way more receptive. I, that's been one takeaway because um, evangelists will come and like, wow, people are actually listening. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we we do things um, with with the fruit of the spirit. My friend, I t- referred to him, Kevin, who's been mentoring me. He said that sharing the gospel is like working in a in a um, a restaurant. And even if it has the best food, if this if the server is rude, like it's not going to be a good experience. And the gospel is the best news ever. So why would we be sharing good news all angry and with a you know, a, a growl. It's it's wonderful. And you know, there's enough people out there who have done that. You know, they they, they stand on the street corner with a bullhorn and and then they're yelling at people. And then there's other guys who are for real doing good things with the microphone, mm. but but they're all painted with the same tar brush. Everybody kind of puts them down. You guys have found a way to 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 get into the cracks in people's hearts. I think it's really really. Uh, wondrous i'm 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 so excited and encouraged and i'm hoping that the people who are listening are going oh i could do something like that uh one of the things about the jesus movement was we we'd go sit in a park and somebody have a guitar we'd have a bible always have a bible open so that people know what you're because we did we weren't smart enough to to print towels so we would we would go sit in a park and we'd have usually have food and we just have a Bible laying there open, which we're going to get into or not going to get into, depending. We're just going to get in conversations. Yeah. But somebody got a guitar and we start singing real softly, mm-hmm. not making a big deal. No PA. 
<clears throat> people inevitably so so what are you guys doing and we yeah, go totally. hey we got food come on you know and and we would engage people and then the introverts like me could share the lord with people because i'm not going to walk up to somebody and, and start preaching at them or you know set up yeah, a microphone exactly. on the beach but i could do it yeah here. yeah the the introverts like for me i like i my patience is so low and so I watch people at Jesus party, like they'll listen to someone's story for like two hours. Like I, this, my friend, she's listening to this guy from Afghanistan talking about all this persecution he went through and hardship. And I'm just standing back. I'm like, she, she's like, I'm so glad she's here because I do not have the patience to hear someone's life story. And it's, it's, it's super wonderful seeing. I have the friends that are out there preaching and I love those guys. They're like, they're like a big explosion. I love that. I love the people that are like, will take the one aside and just love on them and hear their life story. It's so, isn't the body of Christ so beautiful? Yeah. Yeah, really is. Really is. Well, I want to wind this down. And so I know that there are people who are going to go, I want to talk to this guy. I need, I need help. I need to have some questions answered. How can somebody contact you? I mean, for sure you're not you're not doing a web page and all that. How do how do they get a hold of you? We have a web page in the works. Um, we're okay. we're gonna maybe go a little more official this year, but for now it's on Instagram at Jesus Party CA, like California, Jesus Party CA. That's that's where we're at. Cool. If I wanted to email you, is would that is there a way I can do that? Yeah, we have a uh, Jesus Party at Gmail. Jesus party at Gmail. Cool. Yeah. Well, I just want to say thanks for taking time to do this and thanks for being my friend. I mean, yeah. You know, you always tell that monkey story, but uh I I tell your story everywhere I go. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and check his blog at ralphmore.net.